1 Corinthians again tonight, 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, and we'll look at the same chapter we were in this morning, and I do want to remind you uh, in our, our service schedule, of course, Wednesday night, uh, Lord willing, I'll continue this coming Wednesday night in our series on and from the book of Proverbs, on the people of Proverbs, and uh, so invite people to be here for that, and then Sunday mornings uh, I will be in, on speaking on the subject of charity for the next several weeks, so uh, let's uh, make sure that we are uh, inviting people and use that uh, as, a, as an opportunity to invite somebody. First Corinthians chapter number 12 tonight, uh, I want to just make some practical application to, uh, from this chapter this evening uh, for us as a church, and so that uh, we can be strengthened uh, as a church, and uh, uh, continue to grow, and when I mean say grow, not just in our size, we want to reach more people, but we as the church want to continue to grow spiritually, and we saw this morning, if you're in the service this morning, uh, there's a group of people saved out of a pagan world, saved out of a pagan life, having to figure out the Christian life and overcoming their own pride and different, and different situations, and so we want to be uh, uh, striving to grow as well. And so 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, uh, we'll read the first eight verses, and so follow along with me as we begin with verse number one. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away into these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit... The word of wisdom to another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. I want us to look uh, at verse number uh, 7. But we see, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Uh, Paul tells them there are spiritual gifts. Uh, he mentions in verse number 4, uh, there's diversities, many gifts. There's differences of administrations, uh, diversities of operations. And so we as the body, we have different things to bring to the table when it comes to the, the cause of Christ. And God uh, gives us uh, certain gifts, and we'll talk about it in a minute. But notice in verse number 7, why? They're all of the Spirit, but the manifestation of the Spirit is to give in every man to profit with all. It is for the good of the church. Uh, God gave you talents and abilities, not for you, for the good of the church. Uh, and we, that's the focus that we have to have is I want to use the abilities God has given me for the good of the church. Um, a lot of things can be taken and have been taken out of context in this chapter. Uh, the, uh, the, the word of knowledge, if you will, uh, the, the uh, tongues, uh, and all of that is taken out of context when you uh, realize that it's, it's not all about the Lord and you want to put the attention on yourself or you want to put the attention where it shouldn't go. It's all about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's all about His church. Isn't it a wonderful thing about God's church that no matter what background you have, what you do or you don't have, God's church is a place that you can serve. God's place is a church where you're valuable. God's place is a church that, uh, uh, God's, that God's church is a place where you can uh, have a contribution 
uh, to what God is trying to do. And so tonight, I want to speak on that subject for the good of the church, for the good of the church. Let's ask the Lord to help us. Father, we come to you once again tonight needing your help. We need the Holy Spirit's instruction tonight. May we be reminded of these truths. May we grab a hold of them. Uh, May this strengthen your church. May we have the right mindset uh, as we approach uh, the opportunities we have to serve you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll move very quickly through the, uh, the message tonight, we, but we're reminded as we uh, look at this chapter, uh, we're reminded in verse, uh, the first three verses, uh, he's writing them, we know these are saved people because he's writing to the church at Corinth, he uses the word brethren in verse number one, uh, there's some things that he wants you to know, there are spiritual gifts uh, as if you were here this morning, I'm not going through it all again, but there's some things that he's dealing with in this chapter or in this, in, this, in this book, and a lot of it has to do with them asserting themselves in a place above that they should be asserting themselves. And I remind all of us, we all have that tendency, and we must always refocus and recalibrate that it's all about the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not your feelings, it's not my feelings, it doesn't mean that your feelings are less important than my feelings, or my feelings are less important than yours, it's all about the Lord Jesus Christ. How does it relate to the Lord Jesus Christ? And so he reminds them, and I think it's just important to, to, for us to be reminded, verse number two, ye know that ye were Gentiles carried away into these dumb idols, even as ye were led. Now, that word dumb there is not being used like we you, you, these dumb idols. It means they, they were powerless, they were dead. They couldn't hear, they couldn't speak, they couldn't do. And he says, you were, uh, you, were fought, you, 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 you carried away unto them, even as you were led. You were following this way of life. And uh, how enlightening it was for them to have the Lord Jesus Christ to have salvation and have it revealed to them how foolish it was to follow these dumb idols. Well, if you were saved out of a cold or you were saved out of some false religion, that which you put your faith and trust in once you were enlightened by the Spirit of God, you looked at that and say, how in the world did I fall prey to that? How in the world did I believe that? How in the world did I follow that? Such was the case for them. It was the Spirit of God that led them to the understanding. We see that in verse 3. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no speaking by this, no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed. It's the Spirit of God that makes the difference. So as we th- he writes to them about these spiritual gifts and, if you will, what they bring to the table when it comes to God's church. Let me say this. We may not have be the church of Corinth. We may not have been worshiping those idols, but we are still saved out of a pagan world, out of a pagan society. And it may not have been the same idol that they worship, but we all have idols. And when, when we were saved, we were saved out of that unto Christ, and we have something that we can offer the cause of Christ. Now let me stop right there and just remind us of that. What an awesome privilege to be able to contribute to the cause of Christ, to be able to have a part in His work. Uh, uh, you ought to be in church every time the church doors are open. It helps you. you say, well, I'd expect that's what a pastor would say. Sure, I don't want empty seats in the church. I want a full building. I want, I want to, to, to reach more people. I want to help more people. But, but, but that's not the whole point. There's a, the, 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 if you're saved out of this world, you have something to offer 
the Lord Jesus Christ. You have something to offer his church. You have something to offer. And sometimes we get this mentality, if I'm not the pastor, do I have anything to offer? The answer is yes. Well, if I can't serve in this capacity, do I have something to offer? Yes. Well, if I don't have this talent or I'm not in this ministry, do I have something to offer? Yes. And it is, the, it is not the Spirit of God that convinces a Christian in a church like this, well, there's just no place for me. That's not the Spirit of God convincing you of that. If it's not the Spirit of God, you've got to think about who it is. And, I, and, and sometimes we're, we're not good at reminding each other how we're important. Sometimes we don't do a good enough job uh, showing charity like we talked about this morning. But tonight is one of those messages I want us all to be reminded that everybody in here is important. There are many who aren't here tonight because of sickness. They're important too. Uh, we, every child of God is important. Now, let me give you some things from this passage, this chapter. We'll look at some, this entire chapter tonight. And uh, I'll give them to you as quickly as I can because I just want to make the point and remind us of some things there, this evening. Uh, number one, let me remind us there are different abilities and roles, all of which are the work of God. There are different abilities and roles, all of which are the work of God. I believe, as the pastor, as I preach right now, that's the work of God. But I believe just as strongly as the men who were serving by opening the doors out there, that's the work of God too. I believe just as strongly that those ladies that are in the nursery, they need the Spirit of God over there as much as I need the Spirit of God right now. It's the work of God. Uh, why we're all part of the work of God. There are different roles in administrations. Look with me at verse number four. Now, there are, div- there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. Now, what Paul is saying is all the gifts are not the same, but the Spirit is the same. And there are differences of administrations, verse five, but the same Lord. Verse six, and there are diversities of operations, but it's the same God which worketh all in all. Um, We all do not have the same personality. Aren't you thankful for that? Say the world would be a better place if they had my personality. Well, I I don't know about that. Because no matter what personality you have, how good it is, there's somebody that just don't like your personality. That's what makes it fun and exciting, right? Uh, We don't all have the same background. We don't all have the same abilities. But notice what we see in verse number 6. But it's the same God which worketh all in all. God does a work in your life. God does a work in my life. So that those gifts and roles and administrations can be used to His honor and glory in His church. Uh, it is something that we ought to offer to him, and we need to understand there are different roles. If, we, if everybody was an usher um, and there was nobody to keep the nursery, that would, wouldn't be as effective, would it? Um, there are different, if nobody taught a Sunday school class, we couldn't be as effective, could we? We all have different abilities. We all have different gifts. And he lays out some of those gifts. So we don't have time to go through each of them. But I just want to remind us there are different abilities and roles, all of which are the work of God. Um, your role is important. It's important. Your gift that you have to offer is important. 
Say, well, nobody, nobody ever acknowledges it. Well, are you doing it for everybody to acknowledge? I know what it feels like for it to be acknowledged, but are we doing it for it to be acknowledged or are we doing it for him? We're we doing it because he's given. Let God work in you. Say, well, I don't know what it is, Pastor. Well, let God do a work in your heart. Let God do a work in your life. Number two, your gift does not conflict with the unity and benefit of the church. Your gift does not conflict with the unity and the benefit of the church. Look at verse number 8. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but all these worketh that one and self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Let me say it again. Your gift does not conflict with the unity and benefit of the church. We need all of our gifts. We need everything that God has put here so that we can do a work together with the church. Um, I'll use this maybe a good illustration, may not be a good illustration. We, we think of the orchestra, and they have different instruments, and they all better play exactly how the orchestra director leads them in play. Um, if somebody says, well, I've just been given a gift, and I'm really a soloist, or I, I don't think my instrument, can you imagine if Brother Benny... In his tuba. So I just think the tuba just hasn't had enough tuba solos lately. So tonight, my time to shine. But tonight is not calling for the tuba to shine. It's using that gift along with everybody else's so that it's a beautiful sound. Does that make sense? Working together... Your gift does not come, and once in a while, once in a while, and, 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 and this is just the reality, and sometimes there's some say, well, my gift is just beyond the church. My gift just doesn't line up, and that's, and that's fine. This is the way this, this, this church is going to operate, and, and, uh, but the same spirit, does it not make sense if it's the same spirit that's working in every life? It's the same spirit that knows what the church needs. It's the same spirit that wants to move forward fulfilling Christ's mandate. Does it not make sense that that same spirit would do a work in our life so that we can develop what he wants from us so that we can bring this to the church so that we might be able to help the church move forward? Your gift does not conflict with the unity and the benefit of the church. It's the same spirit. Now, these build on each other. Let's look at verse number, uh, let me give you number three. God places us in the body as he pleases him. Now, we're saved out of this world. We're saved unto Christ. We're a new creature in him. As his church, we're part of the body of Christ. God works in our life because there's something. He doesn't want us just to sit on a sit on a church pew our whole life and just, just occupy space. There is something that we can bring to the work of God. You say, well, it's, it's, mine's not that important. We're going to get to that in just a moment. So he works in our lives so that we can bring something for the benefit of the church. 
And we must be reminded that God places us in the body as it pleases Him. We have to be very careful to say, well, I think I should be doing this. Well, if God didn't give you, if He's not working that in your life, it's not something He wanted from you as part of the church, it doesn't mean you're a second-class Christian. It just means He has seen fit to put you in a different role. There, and I'll say this, and, 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 and I'll, just, I'll say it very, very, very quickly and move on. There are some men who God calls them to be a pastor. There are some men I believe God calls to work under the pastor. It doesn't mean they're second-class men. And we must be careful in that thinking, well, if I'm not the pastor, then I'm second-class. No, it just means God places you as He wants you. Where he wants you. Uh, and, and that's just one example. But God places in the body as it pleases him. Look at verse number 12. Let's read down through verse 18. But as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? You say, well, pastor, who in their right mind you know, what I, with his right mind, would say, I have to be everything. Well, don't we get that way in the church? Look at verse number 18. But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him. Can I remind all of us that you are exactly who God made you to be? Well, I'm not, and we'll put somebody there. Or I'm not, or we'll put some quality there but who you are is exactly who God made you to be he made you so you're you are who he wanted you to be knowing you were exactly what was needed inside the body you say, well, you know, the, the, the office of the pastor, and obviously that's, 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 the, that's, that's the, the office that God has set, that under shepherd, and, and that would be the most important. But can I tell you, the pastor couldn't do what he does without those that help him. If you've not pastored, you may not be able to understand this, but there are, there are times just a conversation and interaction with one of you encourages me. To continue. You know, because life is difficult, isn't it? Life gets busy. Life can be hectic. Life can be burdensome. And then when you take on the responsibility, you don't understand. You say, well, I just have a significant role. But you don't understand what you may do for the heart of the... It may be your prayers that keeps the pastor encouraged. So, pastor, you're scaring me. You sound like you're discouraged all the time. No, that's not what I'm talking about at all. But I'm just, I just say it's, it's, it's we all have a part all members of the body, God places in the body as it pleases, pleaseth Him. Can I ask you a question? Are you satisfied with, with, with who God's made you? Are you satisfied with... I, I don't mean we, can, we can't improve. We've got to be constantly trying to improve ourselves and grow as a Christian. But who God has you 
as it contributes to his work. Um, don't be bitter at yourself or upset at the cause of Christ because you're fulfilling a role that you think is not, you're, you're important. Is this making sense tonight? God sees fit because God sees fit with that body. And that's why last year I'm thankful that God added to the church. I'm looking forward to see who God adds to the church this year. You know who God's going to bring us? Exactly who we need. Exactly who we need. Because he may look at the body and say, man, those, a couple of those eyes are getting old. We need some younger eyes. Or uh, those feet aren't moving like they used. We need some more feet. The point I'm making is God knows exactly who you are, what you are. As you grow as a Christian, what he's working in your heart, working in your life, uh, God plays in the body as it pleases him. And if God had puts us in a role, we ought to do that role the best we could do. We ought to to contribute the best that we can contribute uh, because God does it as it pleased him. Now, number four, last one tonight. This is important. All members of the body work together for the sake of the body. You know, it's, it's using an illustration that God uses the body. It's not all about the eye, is it? It's not all about the ear. It's not all about the, the foot. But it's the whole body. Uh, it's what we must have as the body. But notice verse 25 through 27. Let me read it and I'll make a few comments. Verse 25, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it, or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now, you are the body of Christ and members in particular. I wrote in the margin of my Bible the words after verse 26, not about you. And when I wrote that, I wasn't saying you, I was saying you. It's about the body. And notice what is being said. All members of the body work together for the sake of the body. You know, that's what we ought to do. I'm willing to make sacrifices for the body. I'm willing to fill my role for the body. I'm willing to grow and develop and be supposed to be for the body. Well, I'm underappreciated. Okay, but what are we, why are we doing it? We're doing it for the body. There should be no schisms in that body. Well, everything works together for the sake of the body. A couple of points to, to make under, under this point as we consider that. Look what it says in, in verse number 25, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Well, I, th- I think my eyes are important. And, you know, I'm thankful that I have good eyesight. I make fun of my family because they get upset at me. They're, they might have the TV on and all the lights are out, or the lights, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm turning all the lights on at the house. I'm like, turn the lights on. And I remind them, I'm the only one in this family that doesn't wear glasses. And when I eat my carrots and they don't want to eat their carrots, Well, you know that it's been proven that has nothing to do with it. Well, you explain to me why I'm the one that eats carrots and y'all don't, and I'm the one that doesn't have glasses. 
Now, I know that one day my eyesight is going to start to fail me, but up to this point, I'm almost 50. At this point, I've got good eyesight. I don't know who you people are back there, but I have good eyesight. No. <laughs> God's blessed me. I, I, I think it's important. Until I start saying, huh? I'm not paying attention to my eyes then. I'm like, I'm not hearing like I used to hear. Or this knee is not functioning like it used to function. Then you're not paying attention to the eyes all the time. And notice he says the members should have the same care for one another. Could you imagine if the eye, if your eyes worked against your ears? I think the ears are getting a whole lot more attention and and our human seems to think that hearing's more important than seeing or seeing's more important than hearing and working against. I say pastor that's silly. But how silly is it for one member of Christ's body to work against another member of Christ's body? Did you know that your body compensates for areas of your body that are sick and weak? <laughs> well, that's, that's not my problem. Shouldn't we not compensate for one another? Well, Pastor, we should, we should always be right, and we should always be encouraged, and we should, we should always be on top side. Well, when are you going to start? Because if you can't be human amongst God's people, where can you be human? And, and we've got to, we should do our best to, I preached on that last Sunday morning, to encourage ourselves. We should do our best to, to, to deal with what life brings us, but sometimes it weighs us down. And, and, and I would like to say that, that every sermon I've ever preached is like, man, they, but that was, just, that was just, I felt like I gave them my, I gave them my all. I felt like that just hit exactly what needed to hit, and, and it went over. But there are more times than, than I like to admit when I leave, and I was like, well, I hope they all forget about that one. Because there are times when I'm more weary than others. There's times when I'm burdened more than others. times I don't feel good, just like you, well, they just, you know, the choir is just not on their game tonight. That's that being sarcastic. I, or using an illustration. I'm not really saying they weren't on their game. But you get the point I'm making. We, we, we help each other. We work together for the sake of the body. We have the same care one for another. Notice what else. And members, whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Think about that. We get so self-involved, and it's easy for all of us to do. E- easy for us to do. Well, that's not, I, 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 well, I, I'm, I'm sorry they're going through that. Or, you know, I, f- I feel bad. Or we, don't even, we don't even take the time to notice, to pray for them. But when it comes around to you, Well, nobody acknowledged what I was going through. The truth of the matter is, when one member suffers, we we all feel that. We all should feel that. Say, well, 
Pastor, some aren't important as others. Oh, really? You ever get up in the middle of the night to go use the restroom or whatever and kick your, and, and stub your little toe? Your baby toe? Your pinky toe? That little member of your body? Where do you not feel that? But, but it's, just a, it's, it's just a little, it's insignificant until it starts hurting. And how much more with the body of Christ? When one member suffers, should we not all feel that? Should, she not all, should we not all bear one another's burdens? Should we not weep with them that weep? Well, it's all members are important. But also the other side of that, with all the members suffer with it, whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Sometimes that's an easier one than this one. Or one member be honored. All the members rejoice with it. Somebody gets to do something we would like to do. Somebody is honored. A member of the body gets a focus on it, or God uses. We all should rejoice in that. If, for illustration's sake, next Sunday morning, between now and then, I go to Mrs. Healy and say, you know, Mrs. Healy, I just, I don't think the tuba is getting enough attention. I want Brother Benny to have a tuba solo. That would be something, wouldn't it? And somebody else, do we have another tuba player? Nathan, I can hear him whining to his mother right now. But how come Brother Benny got to play and get a tuba solo? How come it's about Brother Benny? Don't they know that I play the tuba too? You say, no, he ought to be rejoicing that somebody even pays attention to the tuba. <laughs> well, isn't that what we do in, 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 the, in the body of Christ? God sees fit to use someone in a way or to elevate someone and instead of looking at it the way we should look at it is look what God has done for us. Look how God has blessed us. Because when God blesses one and that he works in that life and God, God blesses that individual, it benefits us. It benefits all. It, it's the way we, we should look at it. We ought to rejoice with it. When one member uh, is, is, is promoted or used, we benefit, we rejoice. Sometimes we can weep with them that weep, but we can't rejoice with them that rejoice. I would be happy for them, but then nobody would know how unhappy I am. I don't see why that's really fair. That would be like the feet getting upset 
because everybody's talking about the hands or that little pinky toe. Oh, you don't care about me until I kick something in the middle of the night. You ought to acknowledge me. Aren't we petty when it comes to the work of God? All members of the body work together for the sake of the body. It's not about you. It's not about me. Now ye are of the body of Christ, verse 27, and members in particular. I'm just thankful to be part of the body of Christ. I'm thankful to, I'm thankful the work that God's done in my life to be, that I can bring something to the, to his, to table, to his body. And then that, we conclude tonight, kind of bringing us to where we were this morning in verses 28 through 31. God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers. After that, miracles and gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But covet earnestly the best gifts. Not everybody's going to do the same thing. Not everybody's going to do the same thing. And yet, show I unto you a more excellent way. That takes us into chapter 13. We looked at that this morning. It all comes down to charity. Because we don't all have the same gifts. We don't all have the same administrations. We don't all have the same roles but we have the same spirit that works in our life and we're part of the body. There's, there's a couple of things I hope this does tonight. I hope it reminds us of some things. I hope it reminds us of that we all have an important role to play. But I hope it also would work in somebody's heart to see that you've got something that you can offer the work of God if you would offer it. Well, I, I, don't, I don't fit this role, I don't, but you fit a role. Well, I, I, don't, I don't serve in this capacity, but you can serve in a capacity. I can't, I can't help these people, but you can help some people. It'd be a great ministry just to, just to encourage and see whose load seems to be a little heavier when they come to church on Sunday and make a point to speak to them and encourage them and pray for them. That's recognizing. Now, I heard from Brother Brian Hall this morning. He texted me and he said, make sure you tell the church, thank you for their prayers. That's when one part of the body needs help from the other part of the body. You say, well, it's just prayer. I mean, think about that. We say that sometimes to ourselves, don't we? All I did was pray. Was there a greater thing that we can do? So, well, it's just, it's just smiling. It's just saying hello. Well, when you're the one in need of that, isn't that a pretty big deal? It all comes down to that charity because we don't have the same thing to offer. We should, it, it, we, should, we should extend charity. We should have a heart of charity. We should look at charity as I preached about this morning. But that's why it's important we have that because we don't all have the same thing, but we do have something. So whatever it is that you say, well, my gift's not being used. Well, it, ought to, it's, it, it should be used for the good of the church. 
And maybe your gift's not being used. I certainly want it to be used. But sometimes it's, it's the Lord who, does, it's, all the time it's the Lord who designs who fulfills what in the church. He knows what we need when we need it because He's doing a work in our heart. Let's be reminded, we all have something to offer. What, a, what, a, what, a, what an awesome thought. Awesome thought. I've used this illustration before. I'll use it again. We'll close. You know, everybody on a championship team, everybody who has any kind of role gets to claim that championship. They get to get wear the championship ring. If they were the starter or they were the sub, if they were the coach or the water boy, everybody is important to making the success. You know, when we get to heaven, I believe that the church is going to be acknowledged for their work for him and how we contribute to the church, what we offer to the church. Why well, didn't have much to offer? Well, offer what you have. God knows what you have to offer. Matter of fact, he gave it to you. And if he wanted to give you something else, he'd have gave you something else. I've heard this before, and, 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 and I'll say this, and then I'll close. I was teasing last time. Uh, well, if I had grown up in a pastor's home, then I probably would have been a preacher too. Well, it's not like I got a choice. That's what God chose for me. I didn't choose myself. He chose. So, so whatever role he has for he chose that for you. Uh, well, I wish I could do what this person does. Can, can I confess one of my envies since I preached about this morning? I, mean, I, I, I wish I could sing. I, when, I, when we were on vacation recently, I was standing next to my wife one time, and then it was one of my daughter's who literally like takes me and turns me the other way, <laughs> tells me to stop singing out. Um, that hurts my feelings. I'm leaving church. I'm never coming back. <laughs> but you know, God didn't give me those, give me those gifts. I wish my, my personality was like so-and-so's who can talk to anybody. Well, if your personality is not that, God still put in you what you can contribute but just maybe not in the same way. We make the mistake when we take what God's given us and we try and contribute in a way that God gave somebody else the ability to contribute in. If God needed another brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so, he'd have gave us another one. But we have each other so that we can serve in that capacity. Father,